Hey, hey, welcome to episode 49, kicking exhaustion in the butt. Hey, welcome back everybody to the podcast. I am making this in two formats. You can find it on my YouTube channel, Parents Have Special Needs Too, or you can find it on my podcast channel, Parents Have Special Needs Too, on Apple or Android or anything like that. All right, let's get down to it. So in this episode, I wanna talk about kicking exhaustion in the butt. Exhaustion is a big thing that parents deal with in general, but I think you have an extra added measure of mental exhaustion and physical exhaustion when you are caring for a child that has special needs because you're taking on more of a caregiver role. So let's jump into the two kinds of exhaustion I want to talk about today. Physical and mental or emotional. Okay, I'm gonna couple those together, mental and emotional. Now, physical exhaustion, I'm not gonna touch on a lot today, but let's just keep in mind that what you eat matters. It fuels your body. Food is fuel for your body. So what you put in determines kind of the kind of output that you get. What you drink, how much sleep you're getting, what kind of sleep that you're getting, as well as exercise and if you're getting rejuvenating physical activity. All of these things matter under the umbrella of addressing physical exhaustion when you have it. All right, so I'm not going to dive, like I said, deep into that on this episode, but those are things that you need to take into consideration when you're working to kick exhaustion in the butt, okay? There's a lot of material out there on diet and exercise and sleep and things like that. Lots of great books and podcasts and all sorts of things. So dig into it if that's something you know is keeping you exhausted and it's something you're not addressing. Just pick one thing and go for it, okay? Now I wanna talk about mental exhaustion, and this is where the bulk of my content today is gonna come into play, mental and emotional exhaustion. All right, so what even is that? And how do you know if you're struggling with mental or physical exhaustion? And you've likely felt the difference where you know you've gotten enough sleep, you know that you're eating well, you know those things, or that it's just you know a fairly good day physically, but you still feel emotionally exhausted or mentally exhausted. And how I wanna help you understand this is think about your brain as a house, okay? And inside of that house is an unruly little monkey. And these are your thoughts. This monkey represents your thoughts. And imagine that throughout the day, you know, you wake up and this little monkey is there and it's just running around. There's no rules, it has no schedule, and it has no direction of what it's supposed to do. And so it's just running around the house. It's making messes, it's it's disturbing all of the other people that are in the home, and it is just running rampant. And what you're doing in this scenario, okay, you're a small you inside the house that is now your brain, following this monkey around, okay, just suspend your disbelief for me for just a minute. So you're running around with this monkey and what you're doing is you're just following it and you're giving it food when it asks for it, you're giving it water when it asks for it, you're cleaning up the aftermath of all of its messes, you're talking to all of the people that it's upsetting and making up excuses as to why it's doing what it's doing and that it's okay and that you're kind of, you know, you're working on it and you know, it's, it's all gonna be fine. This is a picture of what mental and emotional exhaustion looks like when it's not being addressed. An unruly little monkey in your brain. 
Now, there are many forms of mental exhaustion. Some of the names you might recognize. Overwhelm, anger, frustration, anxiety, depression, indecision, worry, and other types of negative mental ruminations where it's just running around crazy. Maybe it's for you, it might be more like having a hamster and a hamster wheel where it's just running and running and running and running and it's the same kind of thoughts all day long and they're running unchecked. Okay, and that's the basic thing is that mental and emotional exhaustion is unchecked negative ruminations inside of your brain, negative thoughts or the running of negative stories. And I'm saying negative meaning it's not moving you forward, right? You could also say that they're unnecessary. You could also say that they are um, dirty. Remember I talked about dirty pain or clean pain or unnecessary suffering and necessary suffering. Okay, it's got this kind of same dynamic because I want you to also realize that there are mental and emotional exhaustions that you'll experience in life, but they will have attached to it rewards or benefits. So some of these, you might be familiar with them, are when you're creating something. It can be a course, it can be a clean home, it can be a schedule for your family, anything like that, when you're in creation mode. Or when you are disciplining yourself, right? You've set a goal and you've been disciplined enough to not eat that thing or to do that exercise or to you know, make the money or to get the kind of therapy you need for your child, but you have been disciplined enough in your brain to accomplish it. And that takes mental work to stay in control, to meet your goal, and that can be emotionally and mentally taxing. Now the difference between dirty exhaustion and clean exhaustion is that at the end of clean exhaustion, you do have a reward or a benefit, as I mentioned earlier. So this is how you'll be able to determine what is actually going on and what kind of exhaustion you are experiencing and if it's something you wanna kick in the butt or something you want to keep doing. All right, so now that we've made that distinction, let's answer the question, how do you actually kick exhaustion in the butt when you're exhausted? All right, so I've mentioned the physical things, you'll go and address those, but now let's talk about how do you address this mental and emotional exhaustion, right? And the physical things will definitely be a good springboard to address so that you can do these things, but you don't have to necessarily address all the physical exhaustions first in order to gain traction in your emotional and physical exhaustion in addressing it. So the first thing you wanna do is you want to unearth what's going on. Unearth the exhaustion that you're feeling and what is causing it. So for example, do the brain dump that I've talked about before. Get out a piece of paper when you're exhausted and just let it all fall out, right? And, now, and it's super important that you don't judge yourself when you do this. You just let it come out. What is it that you're feeling? Why are you exhausted? Why are you feeling that way? Even if you're blaming the whole world and you know that you're in a victim mindset, whatever it is, you write it down, no judging. No judging, okay? Once it's out there, go ahead and take a minute to read it. And keep in mind, this exercise doesn't need to take more than five minutes, I mean, even two if you're a fast writer, right? Or if you're talking on your phone, uh, on like a, a recording app or something like that, and listening to it. The point is to gain awareness of 
where the exhaustion's coming from. Now, let's say for example, pull out an oldie but a goodie, which mine is like, I'm a victim to this life, okay? So you realize, okay, like I'm running this story that I'm a victim and I'm so overwhelmed and there's no way out. It's like, okay, so now that you have an awareness of what that monkey is doing, right? The story that monkey is stringing throughout the household and making a mess with, it's like, ah, I'm on to you. Now you want to question, can you know absolutely that that is true? Can you know that for sure? Absolutely. That that's the truth of your life. Now, most likely the answer is going to be no. There's so many factors. How can you prove it? What if things drastically change and hopefully not, but someone dies or they get better or maybe it's not what you thought and the doctors didn't diagnose correctly or you actually have a larger capacity for growth and production than you thought. Maybe you can actually handle this more than you thought, okay? So there's so, so many factors that to just settle on the fact that this is the truth, this is the story of my life, you wanna challenge that. Once you're aware, challenge it. And when you've challenged it, okay, and it's like, okay, maybe this isn't so set in stone and not true, then you wanna do a turnaround. Now, a turnaround is something that I learned from Byron Katie, which she has some great work. So you take the thought, I'm trapped in my life. Now, let's do a turnaround. And a turnaround could be, I'm not trapped in my life. Okay, then you ask the question, how is that true? Now you're taking that little monkey in your brain that's running around and causing havoc and you're saying, hey, I have a job for you. And the monkey's excited and goes, oh, great, perfect, right? The monkey's so excited to have a job, right? And this is how our brain works. It wants a job to do, and if it isn't given direction, it will run rampant and it will be in charge instead of you. So you give that monkey a job, but you say, hey, I need you to look for evidence as that proves this statement true. And the statement is, I am not trapped in my life. Or another turnaround could be, I am free in my life. I'm in control of my life. See how that's a bit of a turnaround. So then you tell that monkey, answer this question, and then the monkey might will start to look and it will go, oh, you're actually not trapped in your life because you have the ability to get respite care because you've actually done these other things with your kids because you actually are going on some vacations that you want or maybe it's something smaller, which is like, you actually get to watch that TV show that you want to watch. Like you're not a victim to your life, you're not trapped, right? What are some of the things that you are doing that are proof that you have freedom in your life? And it doesn't matter how small it is, okay? What I don't want you to do is find evidences and then go, that actually doesn't count, okay? Everything counts and I can tell you why because what you're actually doing right now is you're making every little thing that supports the idea that you're trapped in your life true even if it's really small you don't discount it it's like yeah no that's for sure truth that i'm trapped so it's like i can't go to the bathroom without my kids bothering me like i am trapped in this life no one will leave me alone there's no moment of peace but if you were to do the reverse and try to find a small shred of evidence that you're actually not you might discount it more right it's just because you don't have as much evidence in this moment for it but don't discount it
Now, it will be important that you give your brain some time to look around, and this might take a couple days to keep that thought in your brain and to keep looking and to keep, keep telling your brain, that little monkey, you keep looking for, for evidences as to why this turnaround statement is true, and then you'll gather more and more and more. And, so, and one, like, and what you'll feel is that you'll hit two or three of them that will just hit strong. And it'll be like, whoa, yes, I do have freedom in my life. I'm not trapped. Okay. So you need to give it a couple days, maybe depending on how well you're doing with this. Like, and there's no timeline of how this has to work. It's just going through the process and rinse and repeat and rinse and repeat. Okay, so I got a little jumbled there, so let me repeat what's going on. You're going to do a thought download. Be honest, no judgment. In that thought download, you're going to find the story or even just one thought that you realize you think over and over and over again throughout the day that just gets you mentally and emotionally exhausted. Okay, unnecessarily. And then you're going to take that thought and you're going to do a turnaround and the turnaround needs to be something that's the opposite. So if this thought is I'm trapped, it needs to be a turnaround of I'm not trapped. Okay. Or I am free. And then you're going to put your brain to work, give it a task, look for the reasons why this is true. And then you're going to collect it all into this little tiny basket. Okay. And then you're going to rinse and repeat because You've thought this thought so much, it's a habit. It's a belief now. And now you're going to unwind it. So you're going to have a bit of a continuum where you have the belief you currently believe, the one you want to believe, and you need to have a little bit of belief here. And as this belief gets bigger, this one gets smaller. Keep in mind that it's a process. Keep in mind that it's a skill set. And you rinse and repeat every little bit of progress counts. If you discount the small progress, you won't find the bigger progress. All right. That's what I have for you guys today. You are awesome. Keep it up. You're not alone. I'm here. I see you. I've got you. Until next time, take care. <laughs>